Since 2015, 19 financial companies have been sued for including their own investment products in their employees' retirement plans. And almost every mutual fund company can probably expect to be sued about this. The lawsuits center on the claim that companies like Morgan Stanley, Wells Fargo, Charles Schwab, and J.P. Morgan are profiting by including poorly performing high-fee funds of their own in employees' 401k plans. As a result, said the employees, they've paid millions of dollars in excess fees for investments in their 401k accounts. So far, seven judges have sided with the employees who are suing the companies and refused to grant motions to dismiss the cases. So the litigation continues. Bloomberg BNA has been analyzing these lawsuits and the retirement plans of financial companies that issue mutual funds and investment products. Here to talk with us is Bloomberg BNA senior legal editor Jacqueline Willey. Jacqueline, welcome to the program. Uh, how widespread is this issue of financial companies offering their own products in uh, their employees' 401k plans? Well, it's extremely widespread, actually. I, I looked through the government filings of 100 different companies that offer mutual funds or other investment products, and I found that 92 of them have at least some portion of the 401k invested in their own funds. So I'd say that's pretty widespread. So, Jacqueline, considering these lawsuits and the fact that they are going forward, why don't the companies take the time now to reduce or eliminate the in-house funds in their 401k plans? Well, I'm sure they're, you know, at least having conversations about that. Um, but to be honest, I, I spoke with some defense attorneys that say, you know, it, it looks really bad if, if a company offers mutual funds to investors on the open market and then they, you know, put a competitor's funds in their plan, you know, that sends a signal to the market that, you know, these aren't good investments, they aren't good deals, and, and they don't make sense for you. So I think there's a, you know, a really strong instinct against that in the financial industry. They, they want to show that these funds are good and offer them to their own employees. Well, so in the lawsuits themselves, what precisely are the plaintiffs claiming is the problem? I mean, it, you know, presumably the companies do stand behind their own funds and think that the funds are good. So what's so terrible about offering them to their employees? Well, I want to be clear. Um, nothing is illegal, illegal about it um, on its face. What it kind of comes down to is this idea of self-dealing. Um, you know, the law imposes a really high standard of care on the people that run 401k plans. They have to act as fiduciaries for the people in the plan. And so, you know, they have to make choices about what goes in the plan based on what's best for those participants. And what they're saying here in these lawsuits is that, you know, they weren't thinking about what's best for me. They were thinking about what lines their pocket. There was... Um, self-dealing, I guess, is what you'd say it would come down to. So, you know, it's, it's not illegal on its face, but if you can show, you know, that it hurt the participants and that there was some conflicted decision-making, um, that seems to be something that a lot of judges are at least letting get past the motion to dismiss stage. So are these funds poorly performing compared to the average on the market? You know, the, the litigation really hasn't gotten that far to have that, um, to have that decided. That's certainly an allegation in a lot of these lawsuits. Um, but as of right now, what we have are a lot of judges saying, you know, we, we just don't know. We need to, to go through discovery. We need more facts. We need some comparisons. So that's certainly the allegation. Um, but we haven't had a judge go out and actually say that yet. And it's also the, the allegations are also that they're paying excessive fees at times, isn't it? 
Yes. Um, you know, a lot of these cases will compare, you know, um, if you take, for example, like an index fund, um, since it's tracking a, a specific bundle of investments, you know, an index fund from one company versus an index fund from another company, you know, the difference is largely cost. So if you're including, you know, your own index fund in the plan that has costs five or six times higher than one that's, you know, available from a competitor, that's, that's a big red flag, and that's been driving a lot of litigation. So has any of the litigation given other companies who haven't been sued yet guidance to avoid litigation in the future? I, I, yeah, I think so, for sure. Um, you know, a lot of these cases outline some of the particularly um, – I don't want to say unsavory, but practices that really draw attention from plaintiff's lawyers. Um, like I mentioned with the index funds, you know, offering your own index fund when a competitors would be much cheaper, that's something that's going to, you know, raise eyebrows. Another thing is um, when you offer a fund that's brand new, that doesn't have any investors outside of the plan, you know, if you're, if you're running a 401k plan, you're supposed to be giving your workers good investments that have proven track records. And if you give them a brand new fund that no one else has invested in, that's another thing that raises eyebrows and, and judges have been skeptical of so far. Have any companies, Jacqueline, already made changes as a result of this li these litigations? Well, I can't say that it was definitely as a result of the litigation, but yes, we've seen a couple of companies um, in the last few years remove, you know, all funds from their plan. These aren't companies that were sued, um, but I won Putnam Investments, which is it's still fielding a lawsuit. Um, I believe they added six brand new funds that weren't affiliated with the company um, shortly after being sued over all the proprietary funds. So yes, it seems like some companies are making changes to their investment lineups based on this um, the series of lawsuits, but you could never say for sure what the motivation is. So, Jacqueline, you said that according to the Bloomberg BNA study, 92 out of 100 had some portion of the 401k assets invested in funds affiliated with the company. What did it show about those having a significant percentage, let's say 50 percent or more? You know, the one thing we found that was really interesting was that companies with a really high percentage of in-house funds actually had um, larger average account balances. Uh, so to say that another way, a company that offers a lot of its own funds also has um, employees with bigger 401k accounts, which was um, very interesting and sort of looked like a point in the favor of the companies if they were having these higher balances. I did speak to a plaintiff's lawyer who said, you know, correlation doesn't prove causation. And he said that um, he would attribute that more to higher salaries at those companies and um, things like lower employee turnover. So I don't, I don't think I could say that it one causes the other, but there is a correlation with more in-house funds and uh, higher average account balances. In about 30 seconds we have left, do you think that um, the, the answer is going to be getting rid of all their own funds, or is it just going to be giving more choice and knowledge to uh, their employees when they pick f a, a, from an array of funds? It might be something like that, and it might just be something as simple as, as lowering the fees. You know, the fees in the 401k industry have been trending down for the last several years, and I think that, you know, this type of litigation is a big factor in that. So we might just see better deals for the participants, which would be probably good for them. That's Bloomberg BNA senior legal editor Jacqueline Willie. Thank you, Jacqueline, for being here on Bloomberg Law Today.